Jesus entered a village where a woman whose name was Martha welcomed him. She had a sister named Mary, who sat beside the Lord at his feet, listening to him speak. Martha, burdened with so much serving, came to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me by myself to do the serving? Tell her to help me. The Lord said to her in reply, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and worried about many things. There is need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part, and it will not be taken from her. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Once again, dear brothers and sisters, you're welcome to this Mass, the 16th Sunday of the ordinary time of the church. And today, as usual, we have listened to three readings from the book of Genesis, from the letter of St. Paul to the Colossians, and from the Gospel of St. Luke. And if we look at these three readings, we would find something similar between the book of Genesis and the Gospel reading we took today. Hospitality. The book of Genesis talks about Abraham and the encounter he had with three men whom he welcomed to his house. And because we're talking about hospitality, I want to thank all of you in this parish. This is a wonderful place. The kind of hospitality I have experienced within these few days that I have been here is so exceptional. I have visited a lot of families on invitation, not on my own accord. On invitation and the kind of hospitality I've experienced, I don't think I've seen it elsewhere. And I want to take this opportunity to thank all of you. I'm not leaving tomorrow. It's not a thanks, it's not a farewell uh, address. But I want to express my joy. It is not out of your power probably, but I think it is the Spirit of God working in you and through you, and I ask you to keep it up. And you're not just doing it because of me, I know, because even the priests tell me that that is just the way you are, and I ask you to keep it up. Abraham today earned a lot of blessings through that. His wife Sarah was promised a child, even in her old age. Probably the second reading might look way different from what these two readings are talking about. But St. Paul can never talk out of context. St. Paul never talks out of context. If you want to see someone or hear someone, listen to someone, read someone who knows and has experienced Christ, read the letters of St. Paul. His letters are so in-depth and so full of meaning that you don't just get them at the first reading. You get them more and more as you read the more. 
Reason because he experienced Christ in a very exceptional way. And so his discipleship was also ex exceptional. Today he was expressing that he derives joy in suffering for the sake of the church. He derives joy in what he does as a disciple, as an apostle. And he was encouraging the Colossian church to imitate him and to imitate Christ. The same Christ we listen to in the gospel reading. Now the difference we'd see in the two readings, the book of Genesis and the gospel reading, is that while in the book of Genesis, we didn't hear of any complaints, we heard uh, Abraham coming back to his wife, Sarah, and even his servants, employed all of them to the service of these men who were on their way to some other place. And out of their hospitality, they earned the blessings of God. Now turn over to the gospel reading. The same Jesus employed, uh, rather, uh, uh, what word is that? Um, um, forgive my English. Uh, the same Jesus uh, who was on his way was uh, invited by Martha to their house. Jesus was not there on his own. He came by invitation. Martha invited him to their house. And so she went on to serve Jesus. But then at the time, Martha started complaining because she had a sister, Mary, who was there at the feet of Jesus, listening to Jesus. Probably if Martha had no sister, she wouldn't have complained. But she started complaining at the time she found out that Mary was not helping her out. And so she went to Jesus and complained. The Bible told us that Martha, burdened with so much serving, came to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me by myself to do the serving? And she asked Jesus, tell her to come and help me. That was almost commanding Jesus on what to do. Tell her to come and help me. And then Jesus, in reply, corrected her. Jesus did not rebuke Martha because he encouraged laziness. No. He rebuked Martha because she was distracted by her service and she was also anxious and worried over earthly things. Earthly things. Preparing meals. And Jesus has always been consistent with his teaching on our disposition towards earthly things and heavenly things. Now I'll take you to uh, a couple of passages where Jesus referred to these two things, earthly and heavenly things, and our disposition towards them. In the book of St. Luke, in the Gospel of St. Luke, chapter 10, verse 20, when the 72 came back rejoicing that the devils were obeying them and falling at the mention of the name of Jesus, and they were all rejoicing, Jesus corrected them. He told them, do not rejoice because the devils obey you. Rejoice rather because your names are written in heaven. And again in the Gospel of St. Matthew chapter 4 verse 4, at the temptation of Jesus by the devil, 
The devil asked Jesus to turn stones into bread. And Jesus corrected him again. He said, It is written, Man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. Jesus still putting preponderance on the word of God over earthly meal. And also in the Gospel of St. Matthew, chapter 6, from verse 31 to 33, he said, very important, he said, Do not worry, saying, What shall we eat? What shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things. He says, And your heavenly Father knows that you need them. And he says, very important, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these other things will be given to you. And he asks a very important question in verse 27. And that goes out to all of us, because once in a while we always worry about one thing or another. He says, can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? Can we, by worrying, add a single hour to our lives? Jesus asks us, no. There's no hour added because we are not able to. God is able to gather for us. And Jesus is asking us not to worry about these things. And to put some of uh, the earthly things and heavenly things also side by side, and to put preponderance on the heavenly things, Jesus told a, par a parable of a rich fool in the Gospel of St. Luke, chapter 12, verse 18 to 20. He said that one rich man made a bountiful harvest, and so he asked himself, since I've had a bountiful harvest, this is what I will do. He said, I will tear down my bands and I will build bigger bands. And there I will store up all my grains and all my goods. Then I will say to myself, you have plenty of good things laid up for many years. Take it easy, eat, drink, and be merry. But then God said to him, you fool, this very night your life will be required of you then who will own what you have accumulated? Now, these are passages where Jesus makes us realize that these earthly things are things that pass away, but wants us to put more attention on heavenly things. Jesus is not saying that we cannot work. Jesus isn't saying that we can't eat. But when we put all our worries on these things and probably close our eyes to his words, Jesus makes us pay more attention to his words. If we are worried today over anything, I challenge you, open the word of God, open your Bible. If you're worried about forgiveness, for example, open the word of God and see what the word of God talks about forgiveness. If you're worried about death, open the word of God, open your Bible and see what the word of God talks about death. The word of God has always something for us at every moment especially when we have things to worry about. And incidentally, I have things that worry my head sometimes, and I know you have also. Jesus wants us to know that the Word of God has something for all of us. We do not have to worry about these things, especially because Jesus is there. Just as he was telling Martha, you are distracted and you are worried over so many things. But there is only one thing important, 
the word of God there to advise us and to assist us out of every situation. May we be attentive just like Mary and not be distracted like Martha. Be attentive to the word of God so that we do not worry over unnecessary things. Through Christ our Lord. Amen.